Warning, this is not your average podcast. We don't do I'm average around here. Boring doesn't exist. And we don't have patience for small-minded, petty excuses. Maybe I'm just not good enough. We're all about getting real, staying motivated, and taking imperfect action. This is The Daniel Geffen Show. And now, introducing your charmingly unfiltered, overly obsessive, yet refreshingly insightful host, Daniel Geffen. Hey, fellow human beings. It's Daniel Geffen again. And uh, today, I've had some interesting thoughts in my, in my brain. Um, today, I want to talk about letting go. Letting go. Ah, that's how I feel right now. I feel like I've dropped a lot of stuff. I feel like I lost a lot of weight. Um, not physical weight, um, but mental and emotional weight. What do I mean? So, growing up, I, I, I was emotionally abused. Uh, terribly emotionally abused. I was... Uh, from a very young age, I went to, my, my parents sent me to this uh, very religious school and uh, the teachers there would uh, basically emotionally abuse me, um, call me names. Uh, I actually remember one teacher, he, you know, I was a troublemaker. Uh, I, I needed a lot of attention. I still do, by the way, hence why I'm why I've got this show, because I need attention, clearly. Um, I was about, I would say, maybe six or seven. And this teacher, he was about six foot three. He was like really tall, maybe six foot four. And uh, I remember I misbehaved in his class and he grabbed me by my shirt collar and he took me outside the classroom and he put me up on the coat hanger, on the pegs. He literally hung me up like really high um, and I remember my, le- my legs were dangling, I was kicking and screaming and he just hung me there, he left me hanging there and he just laughed at me, he literally looked at me in the face and laughed at me uh, and then left me there for I don't know how long, it felt like forever but it must have been like you know maybe five, ten minutes of me just kicking and screaming there and um, that was like one memory that I remember very clearly Throughout high school, I was not only bullied uh, by the teachers, uh, but I was, you know, extremely emotionally bullied uh, by my by the students in my class. Uh, they would call me all sorts of names. Uh, Spider Face was probably one of my worst. Um, I had a mole on my cheek, and it had hair growing out of it. So, uh, so they called me Spider Face. Uh, until, of course, one day I, I finally had enough of it and I told my mother that I want to get it removed. And we went to this special doctor and he froze my, my mole off my face. So he froze the spider off my face. Um, I had braces uh, before anybody else. I was the oldest in the class. Um, well, I was the oldest as well because I was kept down a year. So they called me dumb, stupid. Uh, they called me Bugs Bunny, Train Tracks, Lanky. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the names go on and on and on. Um, and 
it took, I mean, it took me a long time to start believing in myself. Uh, I worked very, very hard internally. Uh, I went to a few therapists. Most therapists, by the way, are a waste of time. I would say that, I don't know, 90% of the therapists I went to were just a joke. I felt like they had more problems than I did. <laughs> you know, I would sit there and I'd be like, oh God, you are so much more messed up than I am. <laughs> you know, um, a lot of internal work and a lot of really just pushing myself to, to, to believe in who I am, um, to believe in my self-worth. And I would say now at, at 34 years old, um, I feel really free. Um, I feel like, like I said, I feel like I lost a lot of weight. If you can imagine, if I was to make it sort of visualize it, if I was to picture it, it would be that, you know, as a child, I was, you know, 450 pounds. Like, if you imagine that, like, really huge kid in your class, the biggest kid you can imagine, that's what I look like emotionally, right? That's how I looked emotionally. Obviously, I was a skinny kid. But emotionally, that's how I would, that's how I look. I was dying. I was literally, uh, I was dying inside. Um, I was the class clown. I would jump on tables, get in trouble. And it was all because I wanted to make friends. I was trying to get attention from people. I was trying to make people laugh. Uh, and, but what I realized is that actually they were not laughing with me. They were laughing at me. Um, and I had no friends. I had no real friends. Uh, and today I feel like that fat kid uh, is no longer here. I have shed that emotional weight um, and I, I look different. I, I actually physically look different. I think if you knew me in high school uh, and you hadn't seen me till now and you, if you met me in the street, you wouldn't recognize me. And I'm not just talking about obviously uh, I have matured. Um, I used to look like a geek and I, I think I look pretty, pretty okay now without trying to get too arrogant about it, without trying to be, um, you know, I think I look okay. I think I look good actually. I'm, I, you know, it's interesting because I feel like people are so afraid to say what they think about themselves because they're afraid people are going to say, oh, that's really arrogant of you. Oh, that's really narcissistic of you. Oh, that's so vain. Why are you so vain? And I actually think there's a lot of insecurity there. A lot of insecurity. You know, people care too much about what people think. And usually when people say things like that, it, they're just reflecting on themselves. They're not confident inside. They're not, they don't have a good, healthy self-esteem. Uh, and because of that, they want to pull you down when you stand up tall. And so if you notice, I said, I look okay. But the truth is, I don't look okay. I look bloody good. Yeah, I look bloody good. And anyone who, you know, will say, oh, you're so arrogant. How can you say that about yourself? You know, that's fine. That's okay. You have work to do with yourself. It's not my business what you think. You know, uh, and, and I think that the reason why I look bloody good is not just because, I, like I said, I've matured. I've put on muscle. Uh, you know, I've worked on myself uh, in terms of physically I've you know I have a beard which sounds crazy but it makes me look more mature um, I have braces which means that my teeth are like more straight forget about that that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the physical 
changes that I've that I've that I've that I've had along the way. I'm talking about my inside uh, has shone, shone out. If that makes, I'm trying to be as descriptive as I can. It's very difficult for me to do this, but. And I have to be very vulnerable to do this as well, by the way. Um, and again, I've worked on that. I've worked on being able to be vulnerable. It's not easy for a guy to be vulnerable. It's very, very difficult. One of the hardest things is for a guy to be this raw and this vulnerable. And to not just talk about it, but to talk about it openly. And to talk about it with, with an audience of people I don't even know. I mean, I, I look forward to getting to know each and every one of you. And I hope that you reach out to me and we can have a conversation and we can build a relationship. But right now, I don't know most of you. And so for me to be open about it publicly, it, it takes a lot. And it's taken a lot of work for me to get to this point. But I, I want to share this because I feel like it's so important. There's so many people out there that are emotionally scarred. And I'm telling you that... If you go on a journey inside yourself, and it's a journey of acceptance, it's a journey of accepting who you are, and it's a journey of looking at what you have and seeing them as gifts. It's a journey of not caring about what everybody else thinks of you, and only just looking at what do I have? What has God given me? What are the gifts that God has given me? and really work on those gifts and ignore the rest. Forget about all the negativity. Forget about all the, well, I'm not good at this and I'm not good at that and I'm not, forget all that. Leave them, leave them. Forget about all the weaknesses. Don't worry about those. Focus on your strengths. It's so crucial to just focus on your strengths. With my children, I try to look at the good in what they are and who they are and what they do. And I try to, 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 to give them credit for the good, and I try not to bash them for the bad. My son didn't do so well in school. Okay, let's leave that. Leave that. Let's see what he did good. I promise you one thing. I promise you one thing. For those of you that are parents out there, I promise you, or teachers, I promise you one thing. If you focus on the good in your children, if you focus completely on the good, Forget about the bad, just focus on the good. I promise you they will come out. They will come out good. They will come out good. Because human beings, as human beings, we just want to be good. We do. We 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 want to be good. We naturally want to be good and we want to do good. But if everybody's focusing on our bad, if everyone's telling us, oh look, you've got a spider on your face, oh look, you're lanky, oh you're dumb, oh you're this, oh you're that, then we start believing that. So Focus on the good. And this applies not just to your children, but to the child in you. And I could tell you that that fat kid in me, I have worked so hard with him. I really have. I have worked so hard with him to tell him how good he is. I have told him how good he is for years and years. And I keep focusing on the good. And I ignore the bad things. And he might say, but I'm this and but I'm that. And I keep telling him, it doesn't matter about that. I don't care about that. You're amazing. You're incredible. This is what you're good at. This is what you're great at. Keep doing that. I've kept doing that. And the more I've done that, he has slowly, slowly begun to love himself. And I promise you one thing. When you start to love yourself, 
then you love other people. It's impossible to love others before you love yourself. When you're sitting on an aeroplane with a child, they always tell you to put the, the mask, right, the oxygen mask, on the child first before yourself. Uh, sorry, excuse me. They always tell you to put the oxygen mask on yourself before your child, which is, you think that that uh, you know, goes against what you would think, right? Counterintuitive. I would think you've got to put, save, your, save your child first, put the child before you. No, because if you, if you put the, the mask on the child and you can't breathe, you're, you, if you jeopardize your life, you're jeopardizing your, your child's life. You have to save yourself first. And this applies to everything. You've got to save yourself before you save everybody else. You've got to love yourself before you can love other people. You can't love other people if you don't love yourself. It's impossible. It's impossible. You don't even know what love is. It's impossible. People who get married and they don't love themselves, how can you love your spouse? It's impossible. It's impossible. It doesn't work. I could promise you, I could tell you something openly. When I, met, when, I met, when I met my wife 11 years ago, I wasn't in love with her. I said I was in love with her. I wasn't, that wasn't love. That was neediness. I needed her. She was like a drug for me. I was infatuated with her. And I'll be honest with you, any other girl, any other good-looking girl would have probably done the same thing for me. There was nothing special about my wife. And I could say that today, the reason I could say that today is because I could say that after 11 years, I know I, I love her. I love her. And the reason why I'm able to love her is because I love myself. I've learned to love myself. And because I've learned to love myself, I'm able to love my wife. I'm able to love my children. And I'm able to love other people. So that's a little uh, bit of vulnerability from me today. Uh, and again, just so you remember this, you've got to let go. And when I say let go, it means you've got to let go of the haters outside and inside. You've got to let go of the negativity, of all the negative thoughts, all the negative feelings. Let go. If you let go of all of that and you focus just on your core strengths and you keep focusing on them, keep focusing. It's like a muscle that you have to train. It's not easy. It's not easy. Most of my life I was fat emotionally. I liked the sugar. Okay? I like to drown myself in self-pity. To me, self-pity was like sugar. It was like a chocolate cake. Mmm. Self-pity. Mmm. Yummy. Let's just sit and loathe in it. Let's just enjoy this self-pity. Mmm. Yum. It was a drug. And it's not easy to wean yourself off a drug. It's not easy to break that drug. But the way to break it, the way to break it is you've got to starve it. Stop eating the cookies. Stop eating the cake. And when I say cookies and cake, I mean stop allowing the self-pity to sit there and then stop enjoying that self-pity. Stop enjoying the feeling of, oh, I'm nothing. Oh, I'm no good. Get rid of it. Cut it out. Cut it out completely. And start eating healthier. Start drinking lots of water. To me, water represents purity. Start drinking a lot of purity. Stop, start telling yourself how amazing you are. Be proud of it. Don't be afraid to express yourself in front of people. Stand up strong. When someone pushes against you, when someone tries to knock you down, you stand taller. You stand taller and you feel pity for that person. 
oh, that, that person must be in a bad place if they feel they need to put me down. You pick yourself up. You stand tall. You let go of all the crap. Let go of all of that. And when you do that, you will love yourself. And when you love yourself, you'll love others. Guys, have a fantastic day. And I look forward to speaking to you guys tomorrow. And don't forget to please hit that subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. Do me a, a nice little favor. Hit the subscribe button. You know what? Don't do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Do yourself the favor of hitting a subscribe button because I, wanted, I want you to join me on my journey because this is just the beginning. You just heard another imperfectly perfect, powerful piece of positivity, practical perceptions from your daringly dashing host, Daniel Geffen. Don't foolishly miss out on other epic episodes. Uh-oh. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go on, give it a smash, then get on with your day. And don't forget to make it epic.